Hello and welcome to Wednesday, March 21st edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. I'm Zach. And we are joined by a special guest today. Super happy to have on Brent Clark from both DC TV Squadcast and Fans Without Borders, where you probably know him from. Hi, Brent. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? We are doing great. I'm doing well. How about you, Zach? I'm doing pretty good. So I guess we're just going to talk about the news today. First up, Shazam Movie has launched their official Twitter and Instagram pages with a look at the official logo. Not a lot to go on here. I mean, there's only so much you can do with a one-word logo and a lightning bolt logo, but I think it looks pretty good. What do you think, Brent? Um, I loved it. I, I thought it was fantastic when I saw it. I mean, yeah, it's it's only one word, but and it's even what you would expect. It's the word Shazam over the lightning bolt. But <laughs> right. it, it it's still cool when you actually see it. So it... I mean, it looks like it's in a like in a thunderstorm. For me, it really works. Yeah, it looks really cool. And the most important part is it has an exclamation point at the end. <laughs> Details. That, that is a cool priority. Yeah, I do like the lightning bolt and the it's kind of a cloud like a uh, lightning is coming out from it. Looks, it's a good color. It's I, it's like I like it. It's cool. And we're just just getting introduced to the marketing for this film. We're just over a year away. Entertainment Weekly is going to be doing a, a live stream with the cast today. So I'm hoping we get. Some details about the film, maybe a, an official look at Zachary Levi in costume and, you know, maybe some other reveals. For instance, Henry Cavill did shave his mustache. Maybe we're going to get confirmation that he's in the film. Uh, I think that is something I would like to see. Are you are you pretty excited for this film, Brent? Um, I I am. It, it's not necessarily the first character I would have thought to go to next, but it, it's a character that I think is going to have a lot of mainstream appeal. And th- that's important right now, especially with DC and with where they're at. I think mainstream appeal is a really big deal, a, a great thing to be going for. Yeah. And I think we, we've talked before. Shazam is a great character, like you said, for that mainstream appeal and especially for younger audiences. I think this movie hopefully will be rated PG. And if it is, if it's PG-13, still like a pretty family friendly PG-13. So, yeah, I think it's going to have a pretty wide appeal. Right. We talked before how Shazam could be a good film to sort of reintroduce people to this DCEU universe where it hasn't been entirely family family friendly overall through five films. So I think this would be a good opportunity to get a new wave, a new younger generation of fans in. So I'm hoping Shazam is definitely all ages friendly. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Supergirl released a trailer for their next episode, Shot Through the Heart, which returns April 16th. Uh, did you see this trailer, Brent? Uh, yeah, I've actually watched it a couple times just because I've wanted more Supergirl content. Yeah, that's the thing. We haven't seen anything from Supergirl in so long. Uh, this trailer looks good. It looks, I hope it's a sort of darker looking Toy Man episode. It looks pretty fun. Um, but yeah, it's just, we're less than a month away from Supergirl now. You're not, you're not really a fan of the, uh, the breaks, are you there, Brent? No, I, the breaks are driving me nuts. And like this, (laughs) this Supergirl one, I've seen it referred to as a mid-season premiere and i'm like didn't they just do the mid-season premiere last january <laughs> and it it the, i don't understand it i i don't understand it but I, this trailer it definitely captured my attention i like toy man in season one so i'm glad to see them kind of dip dip back into that story well the uh jack-in-the-box style music they have playing over the, over the whole trailer is it's actually pretty creepy um going along with that a uh, wizard of oz looking monkey so I this this episode looks really good. I'm pretty excited to see it return. Yeah, I'm I'm excited as well. And 
you know, I have to like now try to think back of what was happening on Supergirl before this because, <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since we've seen some Supergirl and they were, it seemed like they were just getting into things and they had to take a break. So, yeah, it's kind of annoying, but it looks like they're coming back strong. I have to imagine they have reasons for uh, scheduling the way they do. I'm not, I can't explain them to you, but I, I, because I have no idea what they are, but I would guess they're, there's some rhyme or reason to it, uh, but it, it can definitely be frustrating. Um, but yeah, I guess they don't want to have too many superhero shows on at once. CW doesn't want to be known as that network, but I'm, I'm glad to have Supergirl back finally in just a few more weeks. So yeah, definitely something to look forward to. The uh, CW has said more than once they only want four shows, four DC shows on at a time. So I'm sure that's why. And with Black Lightning, they wanted to put it in the Legends time slot. It... Uh, having you know giving flashes to lead in i i guess i get some of that stuff but i, I don't know i almost wish they would have just held off on legends and brought it back after after black lightning finished its run yeah that's and that's something else that we've talked about before too is like not trying to fit all these shows into the same like time of year like have some of the shows be showing in the summer and have some of the shows show at a different time of the year and just have programming all year long i know that that makes it harder and it costs more and there's more logistics and everything, but it would just be great if they could do that. Yeah. I would like some sort of steady stream, I guess, but it's, it's tricky. Um, but it is tough when you go from so many shows and then nothing in the summer. It's, uh, but CW has got to do what's best for them, I guess. Last up today is the debut of Krypton on sci-fi. It starts tonight. The pilot is on at 10, nine central. Uh, what is, what is your excitement level for this, Brent? Are you really looking forward to it, or is it something you're just going to try, or something not really interested in? Um, I'm definitely going to try it. It, I, I maintain that I don't, I don't really see the appeal of Superman's grandpa, but <laughs> it, it's going to get a shot. It's a DC show. It's going to get a shot. I'm really curious what they're going to ultimately do with Adam Strange. Um, that Brainiac picture we got a couple weeks back looked amazing, and so it, if nothing else, visually it should be a really appealing show. Um, I, I am looking forward to try. I'm always, I'm always ready to try a new DC show. So I'm definitely going to be checking it out tonight. Yeah. I I'd say my hype level is about as high as you can get for a TV show that is going to be on sci-fi. Um, <laughs> that sounds bad, but I, I, I'm truly, I'm really, really psyched about this because just from everything that we've seen, I would be absolutely pumped to watch this show just because I love science fiction so much. And this looks like a great exploration of an alien planet and a human that somehow got transported to it and you know all of the political structures and everything that how they work and how they're different on that alien planet and they went and doubled the fun by making it krypton and superman so i get to get this nice marriage of these two things that i really love and so i'm just i'm really excited to see what they do with it yeah i really agree with both of you there i'm excited for the the sci-fi mixed with superman aspects of it I totally understand where you're coming from, Brent, saying, you know, what's the point of Superman's grandpa? But I also kind of like that that is that's sort of a relief. I don't I don't have any expectations for Segal. So it's kind of nice to not have any sort of expectations. And it's a blank slate for the character where they can do pretty much anything they want to do with him. Uh, and I think that is making me it, it's it's a nice change of pace from all the other shows where you have preconceived expectations and things like that. It's nice to have really no expectations that that sounds kind of bad but uh, i'll still have them for brainiac and for adam strange i guess so uh, but the main core kryptonians i i won't have much expectations for 
Uh, is there anything you're hoping to see on the show? I know you mentioned Adam Strange, uh, but anything else you want to see explored? Maybe some DC cosmic stuff? Um, Definitely DC com- cosmic stuff would be good. Just more. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing other alien races, you know, like from Thanagar or from Ran with Adam Strange. It, any of that stuff would be great. Um, uh, other than that, I guess I'll just say Adam Strange's actual costume, which they did not show us in any of the trailers, and I don't fault them for that, but I would like to see it in the show itself. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to what they do with Adam Strange. He's he's a character I've been rooting for for a long time that I think he's perfect for something live action. I, I was originally rooting for a movie, which was a long shot, but TV show is more realistic and is actually happening. And like you said, I, I, I don't know if they're going to... I am interested to see what they do because I... It seems like they're not using him, like maybe this is before he goes to Ran or after. I don't really know, so I don't know if we'll see the jetpack and the the ray gun and everything, but um, I don't know. I'm I'm just excited to see how they use him. Yeah, I'm guessing they'll get to his costume eventually. Otherwise, almost what's the point of of having having Adam Strange while, you know, you'd make it some other character, but it's probably not going to be soon. Otherwise, you would think they would promote it. we had, like in Black Lightning, we got a picture of Thunder before the season even started. So you'd think they would want to promote that. But it's a different if it's a different channel, maybe they're marketing things differently. Um, but I do definitely hope to see Adam Strange in costume, at least before the end of the season. Wasn't Hawkgirl supposed to be a part of the show as well at some point? Yeah, they've mentioned uh, Hawkman and I think they said Hawkwoman, which. OK, maybe that was it. Is. So yeah. I don't know. I, there hasn't been any casting or anything, so I don't know when we will see them or if that's just something they're hoping to do down the line. Like David Goyer's Constantine, he was hoping to get to basically all of the the Justice League Dark type characters on Constantine, but it was canceled after 13 episodes and never got to really introduce them. Um, so I don't know when when or how they're planning on introducing them. Well, maybe uh, maybe that could lead in a Thanagar for us. Yeah, absolutely. That would That would definitely be fun to see. Yeah. Well, Brent, why don't you let everybody know where they can get a hold of you? Sure. I'm uh, I'm on Twitter at Brentech Prime, and uh, you can find the podcast that I work on at SuicideSquadcast.com. That'll get you to both of them. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on, and we will be back with Brent on Saturday through the magic of podcasting, and we're going to put him in the spotlight. So th- I'm really excited to see what some of your answers are for favorite DC characters, comic arcs, and stuff like that, because... Uh, you you're known for having a little bit different opinions, and I really like that uh, <laughs> unique opinions, right? Yes, uh, yeah, unique. Uh, I definitely uh, I, I I'm in my own world sometimes. <laughs> but I I appreciate uniqueness more than more than anything. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. All right, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll be back tomorrow.